Welcome back, everybody. This is Toast the Town. Heck yeah. After a long hiatus. A long hiatus. We, we missed March, but we're back. It's April. This is episode three, baby. Toast the Town, the podcast about towns and things worth toasting. I'm Cole. I'm Steven. I'm Nabil. I'm Hannah. Let's get rolling. Um, as always, we have some shout outs and apologies. Um, this is our time to, you know, hold ourselves accountable, fact check, shout out our base, and, uh, you know, really kind of keep keep the energy positive. So uh, I'm going to start by apologizing to uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Last episode, I said that Karate Kid was written by the writer of Rocky, <laughs> which is a lie. I totally believed it. Because Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky. Oh. And he oh. did a really good job. It's a good script. Karate Kid was directed by the director of Rocky. <laughs> kind of the same. <laughs> uh, I have no one to apologize to because Hell if yeah. anyone has a problem with mm. the correct name of the candy that was referenced last episode, which is Reese's Pieces. Uh, just kidding. I'm not on board. No, it's... I have nothing to say because that's how that's the correct answer. Yeah. That's how it's said. You're gonna get so much more hate it just doesn't on Twitter sense. for this. It's it's should rhyme. Pieces, Reese's pieces, and pieces. Reese's pieces rhymes, and it makes. But it's pieces. Pieces is an English word. And yeah. that it, pieces and pieces are technically different words. They don't serve the same purpose. <laughs> Any other what apologies? <laughs> yes. Finally, I'd like to shout out the whole Meshes family oh, yeah. for being such avid supporters on uh, all our social media accounts. <laughs> They'd be liking the tweets. They'd be liking the <laughs> tweets. Your family's on Twitter? Oh, yeah, all of them. Wow, so woke of them. Is it? I think What so. does woke mean? Oh, oh. definitely not <laughs> Different <being> on Twitter. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Um, episode three, let's turn to our trusty sidekick, husband, love of our life, Daniel. Um... Where are we toasting today, Daniel? Today we are toasting... Denver! Mm. I know what that clip is from, and I can't wait to talk about it. (laughs) Yep. A couple of these are softballs, folks. And remember, if you guess them correctly, you get a shout-out next episode. Which is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Nabil will do it himself. I'll do it it myself. You know what? I'll say my favorite thing about you... Wow. uh, ...based on what I know about you. Okay. That's fair. It could be like a preliminary Instagram stalk. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I mean, I, I didn't want to say that I would stalk you to, to get the the thing. How about how about with your permission, I will stalk your Instagram and then I'll okay, say cool. a nice thing. That works. But yeah, we're talking Denver today. Should we go around and say our fun facts about Denver? Let's sure. Do it. You know my favorite facts about a town, who it's named after, and when it was incorporated. Wow. Nice. Uh, Denver was incorporated November seventh, eighteen sixty one. And named after Governor James W. Denver. Oh. Yeah. Um, That's, like, startlingly close to John Denver. Yeah. It is. Like it may as well have just... It may have been John Denver, yeah. the timeless man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I go to Denver probably once or twice a year. I have family there. And it's very remote, and I feel like that's, like, a very big thing about it that informs a lot of the media that comes from there. Is that like of the top twenty five like biggest city metro areas in the country? It's easily the farthest away from any of the other ones. I think that's relevant. Yeah, that's pretty relevant. And the airport is haunted. I was gonna say this isn't my fun fact, but th- we can talk about the airport at length later. But um, 
I was talking to my mom about how we were doing a Denver episode, and I was talking to her about how we went to the Denver airport one time, and my mom, throughout my childhood, has tried to, like, dare me to do a lot of things, and then she acts like, or she really forgets that she did it, and I was like, Mom, you, like, told me to go up to the security guard in the airport and ask them about the bunker underneath, (laughs) and she was like, wait, what? That's crazy, and I was like, you absolutely did that, anyway. (laughs) All I I know is my fun fact— about the statue out oh, front. Oh, yeah. It's, let's roll into that. Yeah, the statue out front of the Denver airport uh, killed its creator mm-hmm. during the construction of the statue. And they still have it there. It's a giant blue horse with glowing red eyes. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's well, he can't have died for nothing, you know. The, yeah, the head fell on him. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And there's a statue for the Freemasons in the airport. And there's, like, all these crazy murals and stuff. If you haven't seen it, it's wild. Hannah, what was your fun fact? Um, My fun fact was that the cheeseburger was invented in Denver. No shit? Yes. It was technically trademarked in Denver, but in my mind, that means it was invented there. I think that legally means, yeah. Yeah, legally, yeah. But, like, I guess a lot of people could be like, we had the first cheeseburger and stuff. And, like, they just had, like, the smarts to copyright it. Yeah, and be able to say on their posters and ads, home of the original cheeseburger. We're going to say that the cheeseburger is from Denver for this purpose. I like it. Oh, yeah, I'll go. So obviously, uh, well, I guess maybe not tremendously obvious, but it's the mile high city. Denver is a mile um, high. Um, uh, The the Denver Broncos play at the mile high stadium, I think is what it's called. But as a result of that, uh, golf balls go about 10% farther than they would at sea level in Denver. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. I you know, know that because uh, I think we read the same article about Denver <laughs> Me too. Oh, com. I also got my phone fixed. Yeah, <laughs> and because of Denver's air and altitude, it's also easier to get drunk. God damn it. That was my fucking fact. <laughs> okay, Nabil well, stole so many facts. <laughs> well, listen, Stephen, you could have gone third, man. No, no one said you couldn't That's true. jump in here. That's true. Can I, can I double down on my fact? Double down. Go for it. Okay. Alcoholic drinks can sometimes feel 1.5 to three times more potent in the Mile High City. And what I think was interesting about that fact is how is that measured? Yeah. I was – okay. So I had that same point written down. Alcohol can feel 1.5. Yeah. I have those numbers and I was going to bring up that same point. Who – I don't know. Who's collecting that data? And like how can you verify how an alcohol feels numerically? The the amount of time it takes to get to a certain blood alcohol – Level maybe oh, this could be debated sense. forever. That makes sense. I'm not Scientists sure. have debated this forever. And we're not going to get to the bottom yeah, of it. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably a very like easily. Oh, that's definitely analyzable. Right. I truly just made that chemical. up. Like I don't know science. No, that's got to be it. No, no. I think it's just how I'm, they're I'm like. Say no. How do you feel? And people are like, good. <laughs> people are like, how do I feel? Uh, like three times drunker. <laughs> You gotta lean away when you're laughing. Yeah, we're using we're using more sensitive mics this time, folk. <laughs> really good for people who love to scream and laugh. <laughs> Steven? Um, uh, okay. I'm back. Um Okay, so yeah, I wrote down a couple. Every I feel like every fun fact I found was like about alcohol. Like, keep going. That's kind of annoying. Uh, there are more. To li- there's more to life. Um, okay, the first permanent structure in Denver was a saloon, and they also have more marijuana dispensaries than Starbucks. Wow. At least at the time of when this article was written, I'm, that could have yeah. changed. Wow. By now, but yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about what we're drinking today? So, yeah. Steve, what are we toasting? Today with? we are toasting with good old fashioned Coors Banquet beer. Woo. Are we going to cheers? Oh, yeah, cheers. cheers. Yeah. 
Hey. Yeah. And we've never done this. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Episodes, but well, that's because the first time we were taking swigs out of a, out of a flask. <laughs> we were scared Last that they weren't we were going to let us. Last time we out of solo cups, we were, but today we have glasses. Let's do it one more time one to more time. reinforce yeah. the fact nice. for real. Not using plastic. <laughs> now, Coors, where is Coors brewed? Coors is brewed in Golden, Colorado, which, according to Cole, I have not looked at the map, but is very much a part of the Denver metropolitan area. That is why we are drinking Coors today. The reason we are drinking Coors Banquet, for one, it's a great beer. Yeah. Um, just, just a very underrated beer in 2019. Maybe it's not underrated, but I feel like no one that I know is like championing Coors Banquet the way they should be. Mm. They also got the uh, nice retro look with these stubby. Yeah, bottles. they got the stubby like little it. bottles. Yeah. Um, it's cute as a button. Moreover, I uh, I have a very strict rule with myself um, that I made at some point in college that I would never purchase Coors Light. Huh. Um, that would have been the cheaper thing to buy today, but uh, a lot of my friends back home know this about me that I refuse to ever put money towards a swig of Coors Light beer, so I cannot have gone on tape having just bought a case of Coors Light. Yeah, I don't want to dwell on this uh, for fear of being, like, guys talking about beer and stuff, but I I am curious what your go-to then is for oh, just well, like a low I, tier beer. Yeah, no, no, no. I have shit taste in beer. My, my my favorite beer was Lone Star. I obviously oh, no, that's great. That that's great. Yeah. Um, but like, so I guess out here, my favorite beer is like Pacifico. That's like as nice as it gets for me. Right. Um, yeah. I, or Mil- Miller Lite, if I'm being honest, is my favorite right. beer. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, anyways, uh, Coors Banquet beer. The uh, I, I, I could share some fun facts, but I'd rather just drink it. You, you know? know what? I agree. Opinion-wise, I do think this is my favorite alcohol that we've drank for the show. It's a fantastic beer, and this is also to bring up my father again <laughs> for the second <laughs> podcast in a row. He's a big fan of it, too. Wow. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, Big Paul. Shout out to Big Paul. Shout out, Love Paul. himself some banquet. I think the time has come to get into the meat of the episode. What are we starting with, Daniel? TV from Denver. A tricky one. That was that's a that's a bit of a deep cut. I don't think anyone will get that unless they've watched <laughs> the show. The sh- the show that it's from. Um, community. Community. Community is a show that at least I know for a fact that Dimbiel and I were huge fans of back in high school, and uh, it's set in in Greendale, Colorado, mm-hmm. which is a uh, a Denver suburb, but it feels very arbitrarily set there. Like, it doesn't look like Denver at all. Wow. <laughs> they never reference Colorado. Never. Um, but they've referenced it enough that it is technically a Denver show. Sure. Mm, absolutely. Um, I watched, rewatched some of it, um, and it's, like, super geeky and, and shit, but it's still so funny. Absolutely. It's really fun. Oh, my God. It's also so easy to get into or like turn. It, I feel like it's a show that turns you geek because it starts out so normal. <laughs> it does you know start what I mean? I feel it like it goes wild. Yeah, yeah, when they're like pitching it to NBC or whatever, they're like, "Oh, it's you know, adults getting together as an, as a study group," and then yeah. it just becomes so 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 wild. And then later, a show about television and all that nonsense. I think it's the last network TV show that has r- really made. Uh, Non-animated, because I still do love Bob's, but, like, the last network sitcom that has consistently made me hysterically laugh. Yeah. Mm. I guess it was concurrently airing with Parks, but, like... Oh, what about This Is Us? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, damn, what a, what a, what a Thursday night that was for NBC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Community, 30 Rock, The Office, and Parks. They will never have 
no, programming no, on that no, level no, ever again. Never. Well, that, I think that's because it was the last time people who had like people who are into more niche comedy, that's the last time they will ever consistently watch network TV. Um, I read an article today about how the era of people watching TV shows together as like a collective audience and then discussing them is practically over yeah. after Game of Thrones, yeah. which I don't know if I necessarily agree with fully. Also, that's because like, whatever, I don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Not to brag. So, yeah, good. Great for you, Hannah. <laughs> You're going to have a chock full of apologies next time. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I know that I will miss probably in 10 years the sensation of everybody or like a collective group of people watching and enjoying one piece of content and being able to talk about it as like a cultural moment. And yeah. I think that fits into that a lot. Like, all of high school, like, Fridays would be, like, people talking about the NBC sitcoms from the night yeah. previously, which Com is wild. Community in particular, I was just, like, a die, die hard fan. Like, yeah. I have seen every episode of Community at least 13 times. Mm. Wow. Which is unbelievable. They had a uh, trivia. Oh, I fucking remember this. Yeah, they did a quiz. It was, like, a promotional thing. It's like, oh, are you a fan of the TV show Community? Come on down to your nearest Princeton Review location oh and take God. a quiz in the style of... <laughs> and and it, was, it was in promoting season six when they moved on to Yahoo. The Yahoo season. <laughs> and when I tell you, I, you know, why... Watched, you know, I watched the season in preparation a couple times. The quiz was like really, really intensely hard. It was 30 <laughs> brutal questions. I'm talking like one point. It was like how many clocks were on the wall in oh season God. three, like in episode <laughs> three when they're getting together and solving a crisis. And, you know, it was nine. But the fact... <laughs> Of the matter is, is that these people, <laughs> like you weren't a casual fan of Community by the end of it. It was such a cult yeah. thing. Yeah. That, if, you, like, if you stuck it out to watching a show on Yahoo screen. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Which man. I did. I, I watched, did. Yeah, I made it all through six, all through six seasons. Yeah, six I seasons in a movie. Yeah, I would say, would you want there to be a movie? No. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. Good move. Um, man, dude, I did not share y'all's love of Community. I did watch it. Um, I watched most of it. And I love it now. I think it's great. And I thought it was great when it was on. But around the time when I was in high school, I was an extremely, extremely stubborn individual when it came to... Yeah, back then. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, dude. I'm so fucking chill now. You wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> I'm like the chillest guy you know. Um, no, no, no. Okay, I've always been very stubborn about the things that I do and don't like. And at that time, I fucking hated Donald Glover. <laughs> I thought he was. This is his wildest take. I yeah, no, I thought he was the worst person in show business and like <laughs> the most overrated person in show business at the time because I was, I wasn't, I haven't always been very principled, but I was always principled about two things growing up. One was stand up comedy and one was music. And I thought his rap was abysmal. Fine. Yeah, fair. And I thought his stand up was extremely fucking pandery and hacky. Okay. I, did not, um, I don't think his stand up is funny. That being what? said, uh, so. <laughs> okay. I loved Weirdo at the time. I rewatched it recently with a friend. It was fucking bad. No, I don't no think it's why. fucking bad. It's fucking bad. I watched it recently with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it recently with a friend. I'm like, oh man, Donald Glover's stand-up from like 2011. Oh, that shit was so good. And I watched it and she was like, when, when does it start getting like, like good? And I'm like, you know what? It actually... Maybe he doesn't. Okay, we're gonna. So that being said, I always thought Community was so funny, but I was always just so fucking stubborn about like I hate Donald Glover, and I I'm not gonna I'm not just gonna revel in something that he's a big part of. Now I fucking love Donald Glover. Yeah. I think he's amazing. I think he's so talented. Well, that, and like, did anyone watch Guava Island? I have not. That was Guava bad. Island yeah, that okay. was bad. Well, I'll be happy to see something shitty that he's done for the first <laughs> time in a while. 
Um, but yeah, no, but Community is so funny. I rewatched the first season uh, this past week and laughed through the whole thing. It's so good. Dan Harmon's an incredibly creative guy. Um, I support most of the shows that he's made. Um, Community is a fantastic show, and I really regret being so fucking hard-lined about not fucking with Donald Glover well, and here's through my the thing. high school years. I think that, like, the th- like honestly, like, Donald Glover was the funniest person on Community for my mm. money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was wrong, like, and I knew it at the time that, like, I was, like, being stupidly stubborn about not liking Community uh-huh. because he was really funny in it. Yeah. Uh, but I was just, like, so adamantly against his other avenues of art that it was, like, all or nothing for me. Like um, his early, But I was wrong. His like, he early, was so good in Community. He was so good in Community in his early sketch stuff, too, with Derek Comedy. Yeah, Derek Comedy okay. was so, so funny. funny. And okay. I just, like, If you revisit some of the Derek Comedy, yeah. no, it's so good. Okay, I've rewatched some Derek Comedy, yeah. like, a month ago, and that shit is not aged well. My really? friend, yeah, Allison, my friend, and I have watched some of it recently. We're like, fuck, that's so funny. Uh, I haven't then, watched it since And then we're like, school. oh, my I, God. I, I also like, don't think that this is very fair, right? Like, yeah. I think that, like, it kills at a time where YouTube was, you know, you know, up and coming mm-hmm. and like not even and I think that like it was successful in its time and there's something to be said for that. Yeah. And I think that like it did what it needed to do for him in his career. Totally. Um, I just I think know. about like the B-boy stance. Do you remember that one? Yeah. yeah. The one where he has his arms, his arms surgically yeah. attached to his back to always be doing the B-boy stance. I still is like think one of my that's f- such a funny sketch. One of the, my favorite sketches ever. Yeah. Well, now that we've had our significant digression about Donald Glover. Um, Community's a great show. I, 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 I do a, think that. A great yeah. show. The episode I rewatched was the remedial chaos theory. Unbelievable. Which, yeah. Considered probably by most people one of the best um, for just having such a creative way to tell a sitcom episode story. And the hardest I laughed, I've the hardest I've laughed in so long was rewatching this episode where Troy is going through Annie's purse and he's like, "Guys, what does a pregnancy test look like?" And Jeff's like, <laughs> "It's like a thin piece of plastic with a thing on the end of it." And Troy goes, "Okay, so this is definitely a gun." <laughs> <laughs> Away from the mic. <laughs> Sorry. I also appreciate that my doppelganger Luis Guzman was a <laughs> constant reference throughout the show. Oh, yeah, um, it's like a, you had like a statue. Yeah, you had a statue. <laughs> he was like the most distinguished alum. That's so funny. I love Luis Guzman. <laughs> I love a good Luis Guzman reference. Um, thumbs yeah. up. We so we're so far we're two for three for episodes where we get to talk about Luis Guzman. Yeah, I yeah. hope I hope every city for the rest of my life has some sort of tie to Luis Guzman. <laughs> for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. Every city <laughs> as, as new cities come along for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just like some fun more fun shows that kind of take place in a fictionalized or like a place like Denver, one of them would be Danny Phantom, which I wrote down. Hell fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah so this is so funny to me. Um, Another show that does not need to exist ever in that area for any aspect of the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so many of these shows exist in Denver so arbitrarily, and they mm. never engage with the know. concept of like, Denver. Um, I could see it. I mean... For Danny Phantom. Yeah, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, fog and, you know, rolling hills. I remember the people hiding behind bushes a bunch. You can't oh, find yeah. that everywhere. I thought it took place in Wisconsin, because wasn't there that one bad guy who was, like, obsessed with the Green Bay Packers? That's so funny. Is that real? Wait. <laughs> there's... I, that sounds really familiar now, but I did research it, but... I, 
That might be a Kim Possible. There's a villain in one of them that's was, like obsessed it, with the Green Lantern. No, Kim, Kim Possible definitely is Denver because I Googled this today. And according to the Kim Possible Wikipedia, and I quote, um, the majority of available canonical evidence points to it being set somewhere yeah. in Colorado. So I don't worry. I have notes. Most of, <laughs> evidence suggests Denver. I have notes about that one because yeah. it's also the Kim Possible movie is set in Denver. So, so I put that fun. under the movie category. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> another one. Good luck, Charlie. Oh, Stephen uh, and I actually yeah, watched some of that. A little bit good luck, Charlie is a good kid show. No. Okay. It also featured a gay couple on television. Did it? Homophobe. No. I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I, I did not agree with that part of the show. <laughs> it's like it made people like like Disney's audience like legitimately angry, and like yeah. a lot of states in the South like won't show that episode, and it's just because like one of the kids has like a friend, and they have two moms or something, and they're like, and they have two moms, and then they show them for like. 30 seconds and they were like disgusting we watched the pilot and um, I mean there was nothing special about it to me uh, I, you know are we? It's it became very clear that if we were the target audience we probably would have enjoyed it much more like I yeah. feel like there's some kids shows that hold up even when you get older yeah I mean it was no like Carly but let Bridget Mendler have a career she tried so hard she really did and they tried on her behalf they really and the music um, yeah. wow that show it was kind of a flop. They also made a movie about that show, so I guess that would also take place in Denver. Did they make a Good, good Luck, Luck Charlie movie? Yeah, there is. And I've yeah, seen good, it. good Luck Chuck starring yeah. Dane Cook. Yeah. <laughs> starring Zachary Levi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Kim Possible? Kim Possible. I think Kim Possible is one of like the best cartoons of my childhood. I kind of had like a, a limited uh, scope because I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of <laughs> mom and dad, if you're listening, <laughs> I was mostly like watching discovery kids and like PBS, but um, I loved Kim possible. And I think that's like a legitimately good show. And it doesn't try to like lean too hard either way in terms of like what it's trying to say about female characters and like yeah. that kind of stuff. And I, I just liked it. I thought it was funny and well-written. Yeah. I think it, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember it being fun and stylish. Yeah. And like, I don't naked know. Mole rat. Naked, naked mole, mole rat. rat. There was the, the naked mole rap. Yep. Yeah. So good. But yeah, it was. There's a um, YouTube channel called Binging with Babish, which is. Ooh, uh, I love Binging with Babish. It's so yeah. good. And they make, uh, he makes. Um, the Nako. Yeah, he makes yeah. recipes from TV shows and movies, and he nice. makes the Nako from oh, Kim Possible. Yes. And that's a really funny episode. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out if he's <laughs> ever listening. Um, he did a good Bob's Burgers episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shout out Disney Channel. I'm glad we're getting some some Disney Channel representation. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Disney Channel growing up. Good channel. Yeah, good channel. Just in case you were wondering. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have one more show on my little list, which I barely have any notes for, um, so then we can move on to Coles, which are actually researched. Um, my final one was Man in High Castle. Do you have that on yours? No. Is that set in Denver? I guess. That's what it said when I was researching it. And I don't really know a lot about that show, but it's in kind of like alternate timeline. If Nazis won the war, it's one of those. And I just know it as like the show that every dad loves. Yeah. My dad loves that show. My friend Ronick's dad loves that show. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. I have walked into the living room while my dad was watching it one time and I saw an extremely disturbing scene where like a little girl is killed. Wow. And, I, and I walked right out of the room. <laughs> I said, no, thank you. Yeah. Damn. Damn, son. Based on a book by the same name? Yes. Philip K. Dick? <laughs> yeah. That, that, he's not even on his phone. That answer just came to him. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I thought I'd wait until you said all of the pieces oh, yeah, yeah. before I said a piece. 
More shit that uh, Steve and I watched. We watched uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. I get Classic. so confused. I, I always think his name is Doug. Why is his name Dog? <laughs> I wish that show was just called Doug, Doug the, the Bounty, Bounty Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> why, why is that crazier than Dog? Mm-hmm. Is his name Dog? Isn't, isn't, That's what he goes by. I think it's like Dogford or something like that. Dogford. <laughs> no, I feel like his real name is actually kind of, it's something Chapman, right? Oh, I have no idea what his real name is. Okay, um, well, we'll, we'll he's a good man. We'll though. apologize to Dog next time. Yeah, is no, he a good man? He, no, he does not deserve an apology. Yeah, he's, and he's a terrible is man. How the apologies work is that you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, so that <laughs> next time. No, no, Dog's a piece of shit and he's racist. Yeah. but the show was a fun watch. <laughs> Bounty hunters, I feel like, are uh, intrinsically like there's they can't be good because they're no, mostly no, going no. after like. No, 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 no. I'm related to a couple of bounty hunters, and that's not even a joke. Um, and they're fine people. Right? You hit a nerve. It is I'm honest. So sorry. It is honest work, Hannah. I guess I was picturing a lot of white bounty hunters who will go after like people of color. Yeah. Well, and, what, like, what color am I? <laughs> oh my god, Steven. I don't like what this game is. <laughs> it's no longer about the show. <laughs> okay, talk about the show. Talk about the show. No, I'm, so. I'm not even certain the people that the people that I'm related to consider themselves bounty hunters, but. <laughs> They do do the one. They do bounty hunt. They they, they do hunt hunt those bounties. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't really understand. This is a a, a, something that came to me watching the show Dog the Bounty Hunter. I don't really understand how they work legally. Like, you you they have no jurisdiction. (laughs) But they have like all the jurisdiction. (laughs) (laughs) They're higher than cops. Apparently. Bounty hunters like have the right to just like enter abodes with like arrest people. How do I? Oh yeah, so we talked about this. Yeah, but like okay, so you can like enter a house to arrest someone as long as like no one else is in that house or lives in that house. So like you have to you have to know beforehand that like they're the only people in that house and like their name is on the deed. Um, But we we didn't actually determine how they get their legal ability to do that, right? Oh no, I think I think there's like a licensing yeah type of thing. We should cut this because I I don't know how bounty hunters work. That's fine. Fully. I like the discussion. I like trying yeah. to guess. I also I'm so sorry. I was picturing that they they went into people's houses and murdered them. They, <laughs> what? I thought what? that's what I thought that's what no, a bounty hunter did. That's an assassin. No. You think that happens in real life today? <laughs> I, which is why I thought it was. You know, out of Boba line. Fett. I thought Jesus. it was weird that Steven was, and I thought it was, you know, very understandable <laughs> that Hannah was like. I still don't think it's good what they do necessarily, but they don't kill them. Okay, they don't kill okay, them. Okay, well, like, no, okay, well, most, like, average, all right, Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> he's different. He's, he's, he's a different breed of bounty hunter. <laughs> he, he is exactly what real life bounty hunters are. Okay, no, it's no, like no, vigilante but, like, okay, but, like, the, the ones that I was around, like, with. <laughs> Well, all right, what they were mostly used for was, like, they were mostly contracted out by, like, um, like, criminal defense attorneys who, for the most part, didn't work for law firms. So when they would bail clients out of jail, they would front their own money mm-hmm. in good faith that their clients would reimburse them for the bail money and pay their lawyer's fees. What happens more often than not is that these people will get bailed out and then flee into the abyss to not pay the thousands upon thousands of dollars that are paid to get them out of jail. Usually what the bounty hunter does is, like, arrange a situation to where uh, the police can regain custody of the person that jumped bail, and the lawyer will then get the money back from the county that he put down to... Uh, bail the person out of jail. I'm sure I got yeah. some of the things no, wrong in there, right. but, like, that's generally, like, at least in... 
I guess the circle of bounty hunters that I ran with, that's how things were done. It's probably just because, When you like, ran with the Vanderlind gang. Yeah. Dog, if that is his name. Um, it just, like, seems in show form, of course, because it has to be, like, so much more theatrical than yeah, it probably definitely. is in that's real life. Insane. So it's He's so much like, more, like, violent yeah. and so much more, like... Right. They don't, like, beat the shit exactly. out of them. Exactly, like, he beats <laughs> the shit out of people and, like, wrestles them to the ground and, like, throws them in a I, car. It, like, it's, it's usually a way to facilitate them getting put back into custody. Yeah. When I said he's exactly what bounty hunters are, I meant that he performs the legal duties of a bounty hunter because he has to, but yes, he does. He's also ridiculous, and he looks like fucking Sammy Hagar. And, and he also, like, said the N-word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not okay. Yeah, no, he definitely got busted for that, but then they, like, uh, put him okay, back on so TV. Okay, so this is not a children's show. What? Dog. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was like, you've been piecing the piecing, woof, woof. You've been putting the pieces together this whole time. Yeah, I, bet I, I really should have Googled this instead of man in a high castle. <laughs> First you thought it was assassin, and then you're like, oh, so it's not a kid's show. Well, I, it thought wasn't. It was, I thought real life they murdered, and then for the purpose of the show, it was cute because it was a dog doing it. <laughs> that should be a show. Right. It's like dog with a blog. Right. <laughs> dog with a gun. <laughs> so yeah, the episode we watched, okay, so the Denver connection is Dog is from Denver, Colorado Springs area, but he at some point moved to Hawaii and became one of those white dudes who starts saying aloha all yeah, the time. Yeah. And uh, then, but a lot of it, so a lot of it's filmed in Hawaii, but a lot of it is filmed in Denver, Colorado Springs area. Yeah. The episode we watched, um, he's like trying to get this last bounty hunted before he has to go back to Hawaii. Uh, and like, so it ends with like his shithead sons having to like <laughs> yeah. do the like. Ar- if it's not an arrest, it's like it's it, it's yeah, it's like a citizen's arrest. It's yeah. a citizen's arrest, and they roll up. All the cameras are already there, so it feels kind of staged. But they roll up, and what do they have? They have tasers and mace, right? They can't use. They, yeah, they, they have like guns. bear mace, which like yeah. I feel like I'd rather get shot than <laughs> spray bear, bear mace. mace. Yeah. It's like. It's so inhumane. It's so yeah, like, This all sounds very inhumane human and chill. Being. So yeah. they, they roll up on the dude, and it's all like, freeze, motherfucker, and they, like, slam him on the hood of the car. But then it, like, it cuts they, to like, them, like... They, like, him a couple times, <laughs> I feel like. No. He's <laughs> a dog. <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> um, but then it, like, it cuts to, like, the shithead sons, like, the dude's handcuffed, and they're, like, sitting next to him, and they're like, you know, man... You really can't turn your life around. Like that was like how every episode ended. Yeah. When they were, when, when, whenever they would like finish beating the shit out of the perps, they'd be like, "All right, brother, have a seat with me." Like, <laughs> how old are does, the sons? It does, it does, the sons are like in their thirties. I feel like oh I feel like Dog was like in his fucking sixties. Dog, dog was old. He was old this time. Yeah. He was just like really like roided out. Yeah. I imagine Dog to be like forty, and his sons were like fifteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, teens with yeah. mace. His, his kids were like way too old to be running around with their daddy. <laughs> yeah. And, but they would like they were like they called him as soon as they made the citizens arrest. And I believe their first words were "Daddy, yeah, <laughs> we got him." They were like, "Oh, he's gonna be, dude, his dad's gonna be so happy to hear this." No, I hate that. It's a honestly, it's a it's a it's a good show. It's an, it was an entertaining. <laughs> After watch. all that, it's a quality show. It was not an unentertaining watch. It does not disappoint. Um, Steve and I also watched uh, Dynasty. We watched yeah. a little Dynasty. Yeah. And that show's rebooted now. Did, it you, is watch, rebooted. did you watch older no. new? We old, watched old Dynasty. New Dynasty's in Atlanta. Oh. Yeah. Old Dynasty's in Denver. And it, it literally was, in a lot of ways, just the Denver Dallas. It, it was the Denver version the Denver of, Dallas. It's a old like a, a like a money oil family and in like a, a budding metropolis in the same way Dallas was. And it was just a primetime soap, a lot of drama. We watched the first season. Apparently it did get good until the second season. 
because that's when the character Alexis showed up. Yeah. And Alexis was known for just beating the shit out of other women. Oh like, the show was known for, it's like, fights. Yeah. Did you guys watch the fight compilation I sent? I saw part of it. Yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for one, I, it's kind of weird to, like, see. Because, like, one of the fight compilations have, like, some interviews spliced in. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 like, kind of weird to see, like, a serious journalist <laughs> being like, so tell me about the cat fights. Like, yeah. these weren't cat fights. These were fucking fights. They like, were brawls. These, these women were, like, trying to drown each other in lily ponds. Yeah. It was not but a, that's why people watched it. It was, like, yeah, the most watched no. show of, like, 84. I, I, I just, I want to be clear that I hate that they called these cat fights in such a dismissive way. These were, this was, these were passionate fucking, yeah. like, murderous attempts i feel like it was more violent than dog the bounty yeah and it was dog the bounty hunter never tried to drown anyone in a lily pond yeah he was a good guy (laughs) so the show was known for you know women with attitude so much so that prince name checked the show the song kiss yeah but he like later updated it so on tour he would say you don't have to watch uh sex in the city or you don't have to watch desperate housewives and apparently the last one, you don't have to watch Real Housewives. That's not as good. To have an attitude? I don't know. The, the women would, like, splash wine on each other's faces. No, I mean, like, just, like, lyric. Oh, yeah. You can't sing that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Too many syllables, probably. I was uh, going to say, though, the fights do remind me of, like, Real Housewives fights because those people are, like, ready to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Real Housewives of Denver. Then <laughs> um, Stephen and I watched Last Man Standing. Oof. Yeah. Which was... Ew, it was... It was a... A horrific show. Astoundingly garbo. Did you watch the pilot? Yeah. Yeah, but I've also seen some stray episodes. Um, Doesn't he just use that volition. show as like a soapbox for all of the like conservative stuff he believes in? Be like, this is like the real America and how it should be. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I don't. I don't think he writes it, but like he is yeah. very much like in line with like that that mm-hmm. thought. It um, really boiled down to just like, can't a man be a man yeah. anymore? Yeah. Ugh retweet <laughs> um, <laughs> like the first scene was just him like they're all like sitting around the kitchen table like what are we gonna have for dinner and he like walks in and slams down a giant fish on the yes. table like that's not a joke that's just like <laughs> it's just a fish it's a f- he confused jokes for fish <laughs> but like it it like <laughs> as he's done so many times common mistake it, it like lampoons the left in a way that like the left isn't really like that like there's a scene where he's taking the kid to daycare and the guy at the daycare is like, yeah, come on inside. Um, they, what are they saying? There's some kid. There's some kid. And he's like, yeah, Caleb's two dads are in the kitchen making muffins. And we're going to make a mosque out of pillows. And the joke is like, Tim Allen's like, okay, I'm keeping the kid. It's like, no one talks like that. Yeah. What the fuck? That's and so also, gross. like, one, very Islamophobic. Two, so, who the fuck yeah. is making a mosque out of <laughs> right, pillows? That's no saying. one has ever made a mosque happen. out of pillows. I was about to say, there's a lot of domes. I don't understand how you're going to make that shit. <laughs> that's just like architecturally, how you gonna do a, that how you gonna would do not a minaret work. with a pillow. <laughs> Tell me that. But it was like, it, we were supposed to be like, oh, haha, yeah, we wouldn't let our kid go to a place with, you know, yeah. with gay dads and yeah. mosques, but like, Shut up. Like, I guess the defense would be like, well, Archie Bunker was a racist. And it's like, yeah, but he that was like, the, yeah, he was the a point of that the character. Joke. Yeah, they were, yeah, he was. And they said yeah. one of the main issues with the character of Archie Bunker was like that people were not laughing in like 
context with the ideals of the satire. They were, they were laughing, laughing like at him. The, yeah, they were laughing oh, like with him, and they were like, God. there was a oh, good, well, you're saying yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was like well, a good that, portion like, of the audience. That goes that for like, like so many characters like that. Totally. Like, even like even yeah. like as recent well, as fucking South Park. Well, yeah, yeah, Eric we'll Cartman. talk about that. More. We'll yeah. get there. Um, Literally, yeah. that's I, yeah. Satire without a well-defined target is not satire. Yeah. But before we jump into South Park, I have to say that. Watching this, it made me realize I don't think Home Improvement was actually good. Yeah. Mm. Wait, w- w- did anyone ever accuse it of being no, good? No, I, I don't know. We, we talked about this like, <laughs> hey, fuck you, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. When I was growing up, I thought it was funny, but I don't know. This made me realize that Toy Story and Galaxy Quest are the only two good things Tim Allen has ever done. Yeah. Mm. yeah there's got to be another. Christmas I, with the Cranks? I just I just went through it. I, I was going through his Christmas IMDb. with the Cranks. You're going to go to bath for Christmas with the Cranks? <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks, dude. Don't we all want to escape Christmas sometimes? Uh, I'm actually kind of with him. Really? Uh, yeah, I do like Christmas with the Cranks. My family used to watch it, and I, like, I guess I kind of thought it was good for... I guess Maybe. the scene where he gets Botox is kind of funny. It's fun. I mean, you know, and he's trying to drink the water. And yeah, that's kind of good. All right, Tim Allen, you know what? Preemptive apology. I don't know if that, I like that as like a voyeuristic, like, this is what Christians do. Yeah. <laughs> I, the Santa Claus had some moments, I guess, but yeah. on the whole. Oh, no, no, no. The Santa Claus had a number of moments. It, yeah. It, it, it like put David Krumholtz a whole new on the level, scene. baby. Yeah. It, it catapults him past right, the Apatow Yeah, factory. Santa Claus above Christmas with the Cranes. Yeah. Tim Allen has done a couple good things, but on the whole, his career. I don't. I don't think he deserves legend status. No. Yeah, no, no, he's a he's a lousy fella. So South Park. We talk about South Park. Are, are we, we talking about the show? Yeah. We're talking about the show. We're talking about the show. Cool. Yeah. I feel like we can talk about the show and the movie sort of together. We can. Yeah. We can segue. We'll. We'll segue. Is this, yeah. is this our final show? This is our final okay, show. Cool. Almost as if I engineered it this way. Aww. Yeah. Okay. So I, I. I. My thing with South Park is. So I watched it. I think. I don't know when I'm supposed to watch South Park because the target audience I think is so interesting because obviously it's for adults. Yeah. Um, I watched it. I think in. Hmm, High school, early high school, I would like to say. Yeah. I watched the first, man, like 14 seasons. Yeah. And I think I, you know, was of, I would like to think I was of the people who was just like, oh, I understand why all these things are really offensive. And I'm like above it. Like, I get the message that right, they right, trying right. to have. Um, but right off the bat, like, a big, big problem with the thing is that, like, and, and, and the thing that it gets glorified for is making fun of everyone. Because if you make fun mm-hmm. of everyone, yeah. then you keep your bases yeah. clear. You know what I mean? No they one can They call touch themselves you. equal opportunity offenders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shut Absolutely. Up. Which is really, really, really bullshit. It is. It's just both sidesism. And especially, like, who's creating the content. Yeah. And, like, who's Two in the writer's guys. room. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I know more about the movie, but my only take is that I had never seen South Park, and I was like, I know I will hate it. And then when we decided we were going to watch the movie for the podcast, I was like, maybe I was wrong this entire time, and I was so judgy, and like, maybe it's actually good and stuff. And then we watched the movie, and I was like, I hate this. Yeah. So, and my opinions have not changed. And I just, like, I hate it for reasons that aren't fair, that, like, I don't like the animation style. I don't like the voice work. It just is, like, gross to me. But I also hate it for the reasons of this being, like, satire when an entire like generation of TV that was called satire does not know what satire is and it's just like we're gonna say a bunch of offensive things with no voice really like the movie did not have like a point of view well it had the point of view is that people should be able to say bad words on TV which is like I was like okay cool (laughs) yeah um yeah I okay so I I totally agree that the movie was I, I I've always hated the movie and I, see, I, I didn't. I, I liked it as a kid a lot. See, yeah, like, I grew up watching South Park, and even, like, 
as a young boy, I thought the movie was terrible. I never fucking liked the movie. Yeah. It's like, for one, I, I, I'm ashamed to say that I'm, I just don't get musicals. Um, yeah, there are too many songs in the movie. Yeah, there's one too many songs in the movie, and none of them are very good. But for two, like, I agree with you. The movie doesn't have, like, a fucking, like, the whole thing is just yeah. like, oh, like, it's a feature film now, so we can just say fucking shit, and yeah. like, meh, meh, meh. And, like, the whole thing was like, wow, like, it's like a cartoon movie where they say a lot of bad words, yeah. and they're kids, and that was, like, the whole, like, shtick of it. And that, like, even as a kid, I get, I, I just, I hated the hackery of mm-hmm. that. Um... It kind of feels like the way that, like, whenever, like, they promote a new Sasha Baron Cohen project, it's, yes. like, first Borat, and, like, no, like, like we, I feel like we've talked about yeah. this before. Um, so, yeah, I thought the movie was shit, and, like, that probably wasn't the best thing to show you. It's probably <laughs> the worst say, thing like, to show you. I bet um, there are some South Park episodes that I'm, like, yeah, this is, like, saying something that makes sense, and, like, yeah, I might not have, like, still liked the style, but I'm, like, okay, yeah, I get I what got, they're saying I gotta here. be honest, as, as, as someone who has seen a lot of South Park, when we, when we showed you the movie, like, 15 minutes in, I was, like, very embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, okay, but it's not, you know, yeah. it's not all like this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, I think it is. I think it might well, be. Sometimes I feel like the sometimes. What are you doing? Doesn't sound great. Um, yeah. sorry. Is it is the mic picking it up? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm. I before I came here, I I had some Panda Express and I I I spilled, I guess, some honey walnut shrimp on my on my pants and I'm and I'm sort of. It, it's oh, been no. settling in for too long. Well, I, so I mean, now I you, you you're. So I'm taking a um a is Kleenex it, wet wipe. Are you? Oh, I thought, was, okay. I thought hey, you put like beer on a that paper towel. Uh, like everyone, let, let's get let's catch let's catch this real quick. Everyone, silent. Go for it. You know what? Just a couple more. And a couple more. Be, That's really gonna fix it. You know what? I just I I didn't. I was trying to be slick about it. You know what? Okay, it, it we're looks good. Worse. No, I'm I heard sorry. it the entire time. I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> um. Jesus, what were we... Okay, so uh, <laughs> sometimes I feel like the targets in South Park were actually valid. Like, some of the satire was solid. Like, there was an episode where they make fun of everyone who would, like, release songs after 9-11 yeah, and try to cash yeah. in on that. And they had, like, a very cogent, satirical point about how that's fucked up. And, like, I did, like, the the bit about um, the way... Magic Johnson. You like the whole secret yeah, thing the, just being rich? Like, yeah, the Magic yeah. Magic Johnson injects himself with dollar yeah, bills to like, overcome AIDS. Yeah. Like, like how, you know. Yeah, like only like rich people can, can live with AIDS. Yeah. yeah. But some of the episodes, the their target was just so ridiculous. Like, obviously a huge stain of the whole show is the transphobia. Like, mm-hmm. like just massive, massive transphobia across the board. But also the... Man Bear Pig episode, which is like a fan favorite, the whole point of the episode is how much of a lie climate change is. Oh, but they had recently come out and like said that they regret that episode. I maybe that was, that but was like, like there was like there was like a story within the past couple months where like because I remember like the headline was months. like took, yeah, it took, no, it took them a while. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it took their sweet ass time. Yeah. yeah. Well, like that being said, I do agree that it's like. That was, like, a bullshit episode. But I, I do feel like we would be remiss to, like, leave out the fact that, like, they have recently... Sure. I don't know. Right. But I, I, agree, I agree with Nabil in his assessment of the show that, looking back, just the broad scope of their targets was ultimately extremely unbecoming of the show as a whole mm-hmm. and its ability to, like, lampoon anything. Because, like, while there were, like, a number of really good episodes that had good targets... 
there was like the same number of extremely questionable episodes yeah. that like were lampooning people that just didn't need to be like put on blast for any reason at all. I would say that honestly, the episodes I remember most fondly are the ones that weren't trying to be satirical at all. Like yeah. we watched Casa like Bonita. The, yeah, that was a funny episode. So funny yeah. and Towley. Casa Bonita. Towley's a great episode. Towley's too. a great episode. Yeah. This is an episode where there's, they're just like playing video games and like an anthropomorphic towel just shows up, and they don't they don't really it's know really, what's happening. Hannah, it's really funny. It's really I funny. don't get it. <laughs> I'm kidding. He I trust you. Hannah, he does a, he does a bit where he doesn't know how to spell his name. It's really funny. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, he's he's he smokes a I feel lot. Like of weed. one of the guys. <laughs> well, he smoked. Didn't he, didn't he do a, a, a computer cleaner or something? He like huffs yeah. that. I think. Huffed, yeah. It's really funny. It Drug is abuse funny. is really really fucking. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, maybe, but, I, maybe I don't like that episode. But, I was going to say, like, not that this has to do with Denver, but in the vein of things that came out of that era, like, I think, unfortunately, a commonality between a lot of them is that it involved a lot of transphobic humor, which is, like, awful looking back. But, like, unfortunately, that's, like, what people who are in power in, like, the writing sphere, like, thought was funny at that time. So there's TV shows from that era that I, like, love that I've watched recently that have, like, some offhand trans jo- transphobic joke that absolutely does not matter and makes no sense and, like... Yeah, it's, like, sad to see that when you, like, enjoy the show so much. really fucked with this. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good point. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Um, (laughs) So, okay, my TV pick. Um, It it doesn't, it's not the most Denver show, but none of these shows are super Denver. (laughs) But I still think of these shows, Community is the one I would pick for recommending it or being the best or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, community for me as well. Six seasons in a movie till I die. I'd say community too. I don't, I went second place is good luck, Charlie. Not because I think it's that amazing, but it's because like, I don't know if it deserved to be like <laughs> shat on as much as it was. I, I like good luck, Charlie. I, I like good luck, Charlie. Like shat on it. Also, just I'm going to come in and I'm also going to say good luck, Charlie. <laughs> Did you pick? Yeah, because, all right, for one, I, I mean, logically, it would, like the thing I enjoy most is community, but I can't after like being so hard against it through you, high you school. You box I, yourself in with these principles <laughs> and- I know. No, that's why I'm too principled of a man. Um, no, I can't say community because it wouldn't be fair. To whom? <laughs> to myself. Okay. Yes. okay, so you're going to pick Good Luck Charlie? I'm gonna Because it's the least problematic of the fucking show. Oh, my Danny, God. Danny uh, Phantom, problematic actually, legend. Honestly, like, yeah. <laughs> da- Danny Phantom is second place for me. Danny Phantom is a better show. Fair enough. It had a theme song that slapped. It did slap. Danny it Phantom. did slap, yeah. Okay. And I had that golf Danny Phantom. Oh, God. It was a banger. That was yeah, a good one. I hated old Denver TV. <laughs> it wasn't. Honestly, across the board, the, the overall quality of the stuff we're talking about this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> questionable. Questionable. Least. Questionable. Maybe that's why it took us so long is because we just weren't that hype about yeah. any of this shit. Yeah. I'm hype about something we're about to talk okay. about. True. <laughs> All right. Coming up. Daniel, what do we got next? Movies from Denver. Okay. (laughs) Can we talk about the most important film we watched first? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which was, everybody, Battlefield Battlefield Earth. Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That is the most psycho film I have ever seen. Oh, I loved it so much. I I loved it. I love to watch bad movies. Like, I have said before that I even get more enjoyment out of watching bad movies than, like, prestige movies. But 90% of this movie, I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't follow any of the story, any of the characters. It was so fucking long. I loved every minute of it. (laughs) Me too. It was... I love being confused. 
Nabil's making noise. I'm sorry. What I'm did you sorry. try to do God. just now? I, there was a stain on the table that what? I was trying to take the Kleenex wet wipe, and it was a compulsive thing. It was accidental. It won't happen. You know what? I'm gonna put the Kleenex wet wipes under the table. It won't happen again. Awesome. I'm so sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> for the record, the Kleenex wet wipes are actually like body rub downs. They're for Stephen to take a shower. Yeah. At the beginning of this podcast, I was complaining about smelling bad, and the guy offered me some wet wipes. The guy, being our audio engineer, did offer him a what did he call it? A homeless shower. He stank. Homeless shower. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I guess I got real musky at work today. Um, we can cut this. Anyway, Battlefield <laughs> Earth. Um, but anyway, Battlefield Earth. Oh my god, what a fun watch. What a fun watch. Oh, so like, fuck, fuck the room, dude. The room is... Honestly? I like After watching this, Like, why was the room so popular? Well, like, the room is still a really fun watch, and no. I think just as bad. I think the room has the benefit of being shorter. Yeah, this was long. Oh, uh, this worked to my benefit. Like, I loved how long this thing dragged on. I oh, really brutal. I really enjoyed this. Movie. My two favorite aspects of it were the like um, mythical planet that they the, the aliens lived on in this film was called Cyclo, but the people who lived on that planet were called Cyclo. <laughs> and they spoke Cyclo. And they spoke Cyclo yeah. was the language. So that's like absolutely. I, I, I also like that the running theme was how to gain leverage yeah. over someone, but no one in the movie understood how leverage <laughs> works. Said leverage, they a like, lot. and they kept on like explaining it to you, like this is how leverage works, and it was never quite how leverage worked. So, also, the best part was oh, the other best part was at the climax of the movie. It was about blowing up this dome, yeah, and we did not understand what that meant for <laughs> the longest. It wasn't time. until the dome was blown. They kept saying, "Blow the yeah, dome." Yeah, he's gonna blow the dome, and they, like they, they said, it like. Maybe fifty times. We didn't like, know that the entire the city, we didn't know where the yeah, dome like was. that the entire city that the plot takes place in is under a dome, but that we didn't understand but the also, entire time. Like, even when the dome was blown up, the dimensions didn't make no, sense. No, it made absolutely. It's like a New York City like skyscraper and all these different things under this dome that is also like cube shaped. Yeah, and, like, but, like, I agree with this. Like, from an air- aerial view, the dome looked like the size of like the botanical garden. Yeah, by, <laughs> by definition, a dome is spherical. This was like a very angular. You had to dome. Google that. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like part of me. <laughs> was like oh is Damn. dome is dome just a word that like can, <laughs> that means can, nothing well that can that can mean any kind of covering structure but no dome <laughs> means sphere so by definition that wasn't a dome so i don't feel as fucking stupid nah, that's but really fucking stupid it Cole. was it was wild and like <laughs> the meal <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> they had these, and there were some characters that like needed machines to breathe, and then there were some characters that didn't, and they would swap them, and like it, it made no sense. Horrible storytelling. Okay, so we should probably say what this movie is. Oh yeah, for if sure. People don't know what this movie is. Two thousand. John Travolta decided to adapt an L. Ron Hubbard novel. Another great man. Pop, Papa, <laughs> yeah. Papa Scientology. L. Ron Hubbard wrote sci-fi novels, um, and. John Travolta was trying to get this movie made for so long. He said it was Elron Hubbard's dying wish to him that he gets this movie adapted. And, it, like, everyone knew in Hollywood that the movie was going to be trash. And then this company that only, like, specialized in getting, like, vanity projects of celebrities made got $70 million together to make this movie. And it is the worst goddamn thing I've ever Whoa, seen. Whoa, okay. So, like, I, I'm not being sarcastic when I say that I like... Th- the Scientologists pull a lot of weight in Hollywood. I'm not going to go on record saying anything negative about this movie. <laughs> They're listening. It was a fine movie. 
Wait, okay. the Edward what? Was the... Don't. That's the reason why you're gonna. We're have aligning a ourselves. <laughs> we're gonna. Steven we're gonna... doesn't want to get kidnapped. All right. You're not gonna get kidnapped. No, I don't want to get blackballed. So man. you're gonna bend. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a career to worry about out here. I'm a very successful executive assistant. He's gonna yeah. fuck around and say it's his favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Elizabeth Moss kicks down our door. <laughs> this isn't. I didn't. I didn't have the displeasure of of watching mm. the movie. I saw the trailer and it was unbearable. But um, I do want to mention that burning bridges. I didn't uh, know uh, that wh- what John Travolta looked like oh, yeah. <laughs> until I saw uh, the people for OJ because John Travolta <laughs> came on on the screen and I knew John Travolta, you know, in abstract was it was was in the in the thing. And I was like, is he wearing a mask? Did they get like <laughs> makeup for him? He looks really, really different. Well, he, they did. He does look different. What did that. you think he looked like? Sylvester Stallone. I was picturing Sylvester oh, right. Stallone the entire I time. That. That's crazy. Have yeah. you seen Grease? Yeah, dude. I just no excuse really. <laughs> I, I guess I just merged the names together in my brain too. I love that. Sorry, he's a little bit of a yeah. Break. There's also this wild part in the movie where it, like, suddenly turns kind of, like, battle royale and they put these explosive neck braces on the people and then it's, like, the movie is not gory, like, at all. It's, well, he does shoot off the leg of a cow at oh, one true. point. But yeah, but you don't see you it don't come see. off. And well, then, you see it come off. It's not bloody, but at one point he's like, let me show you what I'm... He's yeah. like, I'm not messing around. He just shoots the leg off a cow. And so they're going to threaten to blow was, off this guy's head, and I was like, oh God, and I was scared because like I hate gore. And I was like, they won't really do it, maybe. And they did it off camera, but it was still so jarring because it was not within the tone of the movie at all <laughs> up until that point, and it was crazy. Wait, sorry to go back to this cow thing. Yeah. yeah. He, he he said, let me show you what I'm capable of, and then shoots the leg of a cow. Yes. Yeah. Was the cow the one that was threatening him? <laughs> Just a random It wasn't clear. Or was it collateral damage? I don't remember the exact context. I think he was just trying to show him that he, he was Show capable. this other guy. Show this other guy that he was capable of violence. I think he's supposed to shoot all the legs off the cow, but we only see him shoot one. I don't oh, really remember. I don't know. That's so fucked Maybe up. Maybe just he yeah. like didn't care for the life of... Also, like the plot of the movie was they were teaching the humans their psycholanguage so that they could figure out what the humans liked, which was rats. Well, okay. so they could use that as leverage. leverage. I don't even <laughs> to, to get them to mine for gold because yeah. they couldn't breathe the air by where the gold was. But then the humans just fly to Fort Knox and yeah. get yeah. bars of gold. Yeah. Wait, and then what's the part what? where he shows him the library? Oh yeah, that's oh, also. And he, and I he think reads the, the Declaration of Independence and in the Denver spot. Library. Yeah. Okay, so we should mention that this whole thing takes place in post-apocalyptic Denver. Amazing. <laughs> What a setting! Yeah, <laughs> and like he, the John Travolta's character. I don't I don't remember any of the characters' names. I don't really remember who was in what scene per se. But um, it is so hard. It's uh, like even if it wasn't like ugly and stupid, it is just a complete failure of storytelling. Oh, like, yeah, you cannot follow what is happening. He just takes him to this random library that wasn't destroyed in like the rubble of post-apocalyptic Denver. And he's like, "This is the library," and he just picks a random book, and it's the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, and that's how he gets his motive. The <laughs> yeah, human like, gets what? his motivation to rebel against the aliens. There's no way if you don't know what this movie is and you're listening right now, you can even remotely comprehend it. So, But even if you watch the movie, you still won't you be still able to. Yeah. Okay, just yeah. a quick flash poll for my sake. Out yeah. of 10, you got to give this movie a number. Let's go. Hannah? Two. Like, if, if we're just talking, like, sheer quality versus, like, how much I enjoyed it, but, like, quality-wise, like, like one, dude, yeah. like... Okay, Steven? I, I'd give it a seven. It was a fine movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was also surprised, I guess, like, within... Because it is, like, 
it's not about like the Scientology backstory and like it's about leverage. what their beliefs. It's about leverage, it's about which leverage. It, honestly, Scientology is a litigious organization. So in a way, they care a lot about leverage. Yes, yeah. but it's not about like their or like the Zenu, like the origin story of Scientology. But like, it's interesting that in a piece of media kind of about Scientology, I don't know. I guess I thought that they wouldn't like adhere to something like the Declaration of Independence because in their mind, like yeah, history is so different. Yeah. yeah, so that's just interesting that to is, me. That but. is interesting. <laughs> okay, what about? This is the movie that I spoke with about Cole with previously, and I don't remember anything <laughs> that was said, um, which would be A Dog's Way Home. Yeah, we saw a poster for A Dog's uh, Journey, Journey yeah. which is, is not related, a direct it, – it's related. But it is a direct sequel of A Dog's Purpose. Correct. Okay, so A Dog's Way Home is not really – it's it, made it, by the same people, made but by it's the not same, the same story. Correct. A Dog's Way Home is made by the same people and based on the same author's Books. I have two follow-up questions. Yes. Which one has Bryce Dallas Howard as the voice of the dog? I think that's a dog's journey, but yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Which one is the one where they oh, forced yeah. the dog to go into the ocean and they had to pay animal cruelty fees? That was a dog's purpose. That was a dog's okay, purpose. Cool, yes. <laughs> apparently, Cole, that was not that bad. Yeah. Pa- from what I've read, it <laughs> like apparently was blown out of proportion. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I, the video looked pretty bad. They were like forcing the dog to go in the ocean. It was scared or something. It was. It was scared, but I think it was. It was just that like the dog just like did the stunt. Poorly, but it, it's not like it, it's. <laughs> so we're blaming the dog. No, I'm the just saying like it, like it wasn't like as it wasn't abuse. I don't think. So Either those way, those two movies, the, the questions that I had were about a dog's purpose and a dog's journey. That I know nothing about a dog's way. A home. dog's way home is <laughs> the Homeward is the one that's mm. actually set in Denver, though, which is why we mentioned it. Yeah, we should probably should have watched the movie. I don't need to. I feel like that's the one where in the trailer the dog is like. Trying to return, I guess, to, to home, and Find, <laughs> and, yeah. and it's Find like in the woods, home. and like a bunch of like cougars or circ or wolves or something are circling <laughs> it, and it's like about to get attacked. Maybe was it cougars or was it wolves? <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. Um, that movie looks good. <laughs> The movie looks good. You know what? Yeah. Well, well, well uh, hey, apologies to A Dog's Way Home. Which Apologies to way, Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard is it does the voice in A Dog's Way Home. A Dog's Way Home. Oh. Okay, well, I there know, you go. I know, I know, I know, I um, know. She's Bummer. a star. She's a star. Oh. I, what? No, nothing. Sorry. I thought I thought somehow Bryce Dallas Howard was also in Homeward Bound, but that <laughs> it, just showed, it just showed me other other people have searched for you guys. I'm so sorry. Um, that would be great. I, I also watched Imagine That. Yeah, I remember oh, this did, movie. Did you? 2009 Eddie Murphy movie. I watched the whole movie. Yeah. Oh man, I just watched the trailer. Yeah. Huh. Um, the trailer huh. was great. This is the movie in Imagine which. Imagine that. <laughs> I could have saved that for a better time. No. <laughs> this is the movie in which Eddie Eddie Murphy's daughter's imaginary friends help him manipulate the stock market. Yeah. I want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not as bad as I expected. Like, Eddie Murphy has absolutely made worse movies. It had a good heart to it. Like I, They typically do. His movies typically do. I, I, I didn't hate it. I really didn't. It was more just bad because it was so weird. Like... The premise is so weird. It's the girl from uh, Grownish and Blackish. I can't remember her name. Yara Shahidi? Yeah. Got yes, it. yes. It was one of her first roles. She's nine years old and she's a great, a great child performance. She's adorable. Thomas Hayden Church is very funny yeah. as a as a white dude who like plays up being one thirty second Native American for like personal gain. And like it's a very like it's not done distastefully, I don't think. It's like actually like a good lampoon of like like a white guy playing up 
Native American stuff, but I feel like it was from a more sophisticated movie. It didn't work. I don't know. <laughs> it was not a terrible movie. Um, was it a critical like bomb? Like it wasn't. Office? It was like like it was a box office bomb, but like critics wise, it was like a forty five on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So it's like far from the worst movie he's made. Yeah. Um, but it's like super Denver. There's like a Carmelo Anthony cameo. <laughs> like it's like real real Denver, and it cost fifty five million dollars to make. Wow. Which is absurd for a movie with no visual effects. <laughs> That's I, crazy. There's no reason it really had to be in Denver, but I imagine the fact that they shot it there made it considerably more expensive. Well, so. plus just like like Eddie Murphy's salary. Yeah, that alone like, that probably, probably like, took yeah. enormous yeah. and well deserved. Yeah, I I love Eddie Murphy. Um, I did not watch this movie, but I watched the trailer, and I I just it really made me. I feel like this was the last, like, within the last couple of years where trailers just, like, had that formula of, like, yeah. he's a man who's all about business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his daughter's something of a dreamer. Like, this reminds me of one of my favorite. The South, the South Park The South Park, episode? Park the That's Rob another Schneider. great episode. It's oh, like, oh, my God. That's oh, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, he's about to find out. Yeah. It's like, it's like there's a whole episode where, like, Rob Schneider is. <laughs> it's, it's really good. <laughs> is like, it's like fake trailers for Rob Schneider movies where he turns into something, and it's like. You will not win me over. (laughs) We're never going to. But that was funny. Well, this trailer was like very much of that formula, and I got a kick out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love Eddie Murphy. He's a legend, but man, he's made some trash o films. Yeah. Interstellar, Hannah brought this up. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about it, um, but I I looked it up, and. uh, People think it's in Den- – they don't say it's in Denver, but they drive to NORAD, which is in Colorado Springs, in like an hour or two. Yeah. I thought it takes like, place in space. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I mean, you knew I was going to say When they're in space, you can see Denver for fun. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> That's why it counts. Um, I got a lot of shit when this movie came out because I was a freshman in college and everyone said I was being pretentious because I called the movie, quote, underwhelming. Um, I, oh, the movie sucked. The movie, I, look, I love the visual effects. I yeah. love the music. I love Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> of course. The thing is, is that love as the fifth dimension, yeah, fuck that, right off. Yeah, because I know so many people who would literally die for this movie. I know people I know. who love it. A lot, a lot of white film majors. And I love space movies. So much, like, even crap space movies that nobody cares about. I didn't see it right when it came out. I saw it later in the game. Um, I'm, like, medium on it. But, yeah, I totally... I hated that movie. Yeah, I don't know. The science of it is cool, and, like, having, like, such an like, cool. outwardly emotional protagonist in, like, an action movie was kind of cool. But, like, the the emotions of it and the austere visual... It didn't work for me. It, like, in the climax of the movie is centered around him, like sharing the theory of relativity through Morse code on a pocket watch. Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't hate the movie. I didn't I hate it either. It's my, like, least favorite, like, Christopher movie. Nolan movie, mm-hmm. like, easily. I think that, oh, no, like, Inception's I'm, still my least favorite Really? I go on. We'll, we'll save that for when we do an episode about dreams. I was about to say, yeah, set in dreams, when, yeah. baby. <laughs> when we get the dreams episode, yeah. <laughs> Everyone has to go around and talk about their most recent dream in yeah. that one. Let's do dreams episode. That would be very funny. All media set in dreams. Wait, since we may very well not be able to get there, um, Stephen, why do you hate Inception? I just hated it. I don't know. When you, you want me to explain why, like, I hate the devil? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're definitely recording, right? He said yeah. that on the... Okay, great. Okay, cool, cool, Yeah, cool. why do you hate the devil? I, don't know, I think that was more like of a is the Pope Catholic kind of thing. 
Yeah, I don't know. Okay, fine. <laughs> Do you want to mention the decom? The other decom? Oh, oh there are multiple decoms. Oh, I decoms. totally forgot. Pixel yeah. Perfect is set in Denver. Yeah, so Ooh, hey, here's the Ali thing. Mishaka. Okay, Both wait. of us thought it was set in Denver, and then I, I could not find one supporting <laughs> Did you set me up then? Oh my not God. at all. Because I want to talk about it. Why we're Clip we debating we're Clip on City. the podcast <laughs> whether or not things were in Denver. Should okay. We, should we not have discussed this? <laughs> we, sh- we can. We okay, can why, information is not widely available at some of them, but I've read multiple sources that said set in Denver. You did? Yeah, also I thought that one of the Mashaka sisters was in this movie, and I wrote it in my notes, and then I googled the cast, and I couldn't find her being in it, and I swear to God, I thought one she of the was in it. Was in really? It. She's I swear not? to God. No, she definitely is. I thought she was too, and I wasn't literally... she the pixel girl? I thought no. she was too, and she wasn't, and I couldn't find evidence of her being in this movie. Wait, anywhere. Is, is this like the whole like it's Shazam Mandela thing? Effect. Mandela yeah. effect? The Shazam thing? Oh, well, no, 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because like Kazam, Bernstein Bears, Bernstein Bears, Kazam. Oh, I don't know the Kazam. The Kazam thing was like the movie with Shaq that was called Kazam. Some people think there was a movie called Shazam with Sinbad. Sinbad. You know, because like him and Shaq. <laughs> but anyways, Pixel Perfect in my heart is set in Denver. Yeah. And it features Raviv Ullman and the original songs are bangers. And what I was thought was really interesting about this movie, I watched <laughs> Raviv is his correct name. Not not Ricky. Not Ricky. He's not Ricky anymore. They made him un-Jewish it. Yeah. Um the I watched a couple of scenes from it and the trailer. I've seen the movie before, but like not in 10 years. And in all the scenes that I saw, it's so much about like identity and sense of self. And it features like a character with depression. And it's kind of about like fate and autonomy and like body autonomy. And it's crazy. Like the scenes that I saw were really sad. Like the pixel girl, like metaphorically dies. And she kind of like did it to be able to see like what free will and life was like. And it's very dark. I very much hated that movie when it came out. Cause I was like, I was too young and you it was too heavy. It? I was, it yeah. scared me. Yeah. yeah. You know, it didn't scare It just made me sad. Yeah. It made me like feel ways that I didn't want to feel. I have that not age. seen this movie in a while and I probably won't see it to confirm it. But if you are listening and can give us proof yeah. that this movie is set in Denver. And then one of the Mashakas is not in it. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked when I was like, I literally Googled like Ali Mashaka, like, like pixel perfect. Well, and she, wasn't she in was. The she cast. was in Phil of the Future, which is why we probably think uh, that. Okay, but no, I'm not one of those people where I just like free associate. Free associate. Yeah. Like Dang, that. maybe okay. I am. Okay. We do need to keep rolling. Um, Music. Well, we we should we should share our favorite. Uh, oh right. Well, and we should mention quickly the the Blades of Glory has a scene, a notable scene in Denver where they do the fire and ice skating routine. Yes, nice. And also the space between us is a space movie uh, that takes place in Denver and it has the famous line in the trailer where they exclaim that his heart can't handle Earth's gravity, which is one of my favorite because I love... Wait, what movie was this? The Space Between Us, which is a really bad teen space love movie and I love anything of that genre. Gary Oldman. (laughs) It's whack. Anyway. Um, My favorite Denver... Honestly, just the most enjoyable movie. Again, I didn't really like most of these. Yeah. With all that said, the most enjoyable time I had watching any of these movies was Battlefield Earth. Like, wow, I, that's my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Just got you too, huh? Oh, I think uh, Battlefield Earth. I enjoyed the friends we made along the way, but the actual <laughs> best movie is Kim Possible. So the drama. Which oh does yeah, we didn't we didn't mention. Did we, did we mention that it, it? We briefly touched that it yeah. is a movie and a TV show set in Denver. And yeah, all evidence points to it being set in Denver. And I pick that. You she guys, did. I don't know, man. I we didn't talk about this, but we're the Millers. Oh, let's talk yeah, about we're we the Millers. Yeah, now. Okay. it's not too late. It's not too late. That's a good one. I'm it's surprised. You know, has the the makings of a really horrible road trip movie, 
I mean, you know, they're all kind of the same. They're the same level of trashy. But this one was kind of funny and, you know, I remember at least at the time uh, different in a way. Um, and grosser. Yeah. Which mm. is cool. But yeah. uh, I, I laughed in the theater and I surprised myself and I learned a lot about myself. So wow. I'm going to pick We Are the Millers. I also, like to be clear, like, these picks are not objectively like what's the best no. movie right 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 it's just you know what our heart what our heart tells thank us thank you for saying that because i am ashamed well that was it. me in, in battlefield earth i'm not trying to say that movie is even any universe of good well but. so i'm gonna say this my answer is very objectively true battlefield earth was fantastic okay. <laughs> he just wants the free acting classes <laughs> he just wants the free like Shock therapy or whatever they fucking free do to you. shock therapy. <laughs> y'all can y'all can say what you want. <laughs> when he when he's with Zeno, it, it was a fun yeah. movie. I'm not saying it was the best, but it was, I gave it a seven out of ten. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, Daniel. What's next? Music from. So for a city that's like so kind of weird as Denver is. I feel like their main export on, like, the mainstream has been, like, soft rock. Soft yeah. rock. Like, yeah. soft like, rock. It's about, about as soft as it comes. Soft folk. Mm-hmm. Either soft rock or folk rock or soft folk rock. Like, I went to the Colorado Music Hall of Fame. Uh, it's right by Red Rocks. Uh, they have a, a whole room for John Denver, a man not from Colorado. <laughs> but he... Grew up in New Mexico. I think he moved around. He was born in New Mexico. But he loved Colorado so much, he changed his last name to Denver. His name is not John Denver, but he changed his name to Denver because he loved Colorado and Denver so much. And so they claimed him, even though his best <laughs> song is about West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. well, so that, that's what I hate, John Denver. Um, but Damn. because, like, I'm, I, like I, I watch a lot of college football and I go to a lot of college football games. Yeah. Uh, I'm a UT fan, no secret. I went to UT. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Haters like, will. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm a UT fan, and, like, I just, uh, every, like, time I went to see UT play West Virginia, that was, like, the song that... They would sing while they were whooping our asses. Yeah. Uh, and so it just made me have a distaste for John Denver and his body of work. Fair enough. Because it was used in a taunting manner. Yeah. No, I um, think that's a great song. But, like, it's about West Virginia, even though he's not from West Virginia and claimed Colorado as his state. I don't know why he did that. <laughs> yeah, fake. But um, I don't know. I listened to the album Rocky Mountain High, which is his, you know, most Colorado album. And it's super... You know, soft rock and folksy, which is generally not my bag, but he's got a pleasant voice and it's pleasant music. Um, so I still think the best thing he did, though, was the uh, John Denver Muppet Christmas album. Anyone else got John Denver takes? I do not. I have some other. It's just like so middle of the pack for me. Yeah. It, it, it's it's very difficult for me to have a stance on John Denver because I'm not... I think most people I, don't. I just can't be mad at it. I'm not bumping it. I was going to say, like, I, yeah. most of the music that I have for Denver is so medium in yeah. every way. Like, I have, like, The Fray, The Lumineers, One Republic, <laughs> which are just, Oh, like, One Republic. Yeah, I One Republic. Yeah. Ooh. Which are, like... working with Timbaland for that hot minute? Yeah. yeah. That, actually, that was kind of good. That was kind of so, okay. good. That was I, I don't think... I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. We we haven't gotten any singing this episode. True. Yet. Um, honestly, uh, 
Yeah, I don't really care for most of this music, so I don't think... Or TV, or film. <laughs> you know, oh, Denver's a shit Sorry, city. Denver. Um, Denver, you get like a big thumbs down. Well, I I think it's hard. They're so remote. People don't want to go filming in Denver. Yeah. People... Is that... And, and, like, the Denver, um, like, areas that could be used for filming that are specific to Denver are just, like, able to be replicated in Vancouver, where a lot of stuff is filmed for low yeah. budget. Yeah, they got those tax incentives Yeah, so, there. like, why yeah. would they ever shoot there? Or it, I think Interstellar, they filmed it in Alberta, mm. too. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, yeah, this is so much stuff that, like, the fray I loved in, like, sixth or seventh grade. And then they used that song, How to Save a Life, on, like, every doctor show that yeah. has ever existed. And I, th- I think they used the I found or You Found Me song in, like, Lost promos. <laughs> yeah. Like, the show Lost. <laughs> I remember yeah, it, it, uh, okay. they did a, uh, a, uh, a cover of Kanye's Heartless. Oh. Yeah, I feel like ABC was in cahoots with the fray. I feel like every ABC drama yeah. Yeah. had, like, a fray song for their... Uh, Theme song. I, the free was a, a one for me that like they were fine. They were like, fine. I, I, I have like it, it like kind of just like triggers things for me though because I remember I was I must have been in like fifth grade, fourth grade. Yeah. Uh, when those songs came out and like uh, one of our teachers, because like fifth grade was the year we were in like fourth grade too. We yeah. had like two teachers that like one teaches like half the subject, the other teaches another half. Yeah. One of those teachers was, like, the cool, like, new-age teacher that, like, played music in class. But, like, the only CD she had was that fucking Frey CD. But then, like, my mom also had just bought that Frey CD. So, like, half my day was spent listening to that fucking Frey CD. (laughs) And then my mom would pick me up from school, and she'd be playing that fucking Frey CD. So it was just, like, it it was a whole lot of Frey for my my little mind. Um, So, like, yeah, I get a little triggered when I hear some of those songs still. (laughs) One band that is underrated from Denver would be 303. Oh, yes. my. You were no. going to say that? Oh, my, yes. Don't trust a hoe. Don't oh. trust me. <laughs> Ouch, no, I don't Garbage. agree with that. I'm not serious. Oh, I'm dead Okay, serious. well, Don't Trust a Hoe, like, is a band. That is, <laughs> I mean, song's called Don't Trust Me. It's, yeah, oh, is it? No, I never know the names of songs. That's the they, lyric in they it. They <laughs> are fantastic. And by the way, the Wikipedia article on music from Denver puts them under hip hop and rap. Yeah, I saw them at Warp Tour 09. Nice. And that was oh. a that was a better time. They're so gross. My first kiss went a little <laughs> yeah. like this. Oh, uh, they're so <laughs> bad. Twins. Oh my God! <laughs> See, what are, you know, there's music and there was there those, was I only know those two songs by the Oh yeah, Starstruck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Perry. No, dude, I remember their album Streets of Gold. My brother and I would bump that shit. In the really? Car. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We had a great childhood. Uh, okay, um, Flowbots. Mm-hmm. No handlebars. Yeah. From Denver. Also ris- listed under uh, hip hop rap. Well, which, they, they are hip hop. Yeah, which, but like, who the Flowbots? Oh, I like the Flowbots. I had a Flowbot shirt for a little while. Um, but I only knew that one song about I only, the handlebars. Me too. I literally just listened to their other music this morning. How was it? I mean, it's kind of similar. It's kind of like... Were they like the precursor to like 21 Pilots? <laughs> I guess. Actually, yeah. Probably. Like, but they were, you know, they sounded kind of like cake too. Like, yeah. But it's, you know, it's like like softer new metal with like, I guess they still had like pretty direct like political commentary, but there was also a lot of like viola. In it, Viola, yeah, the Viola. instrument. Viola yeah. Davis. <laughs> yeah. Viola Davis would show up on the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> there were one too many Viola Davis appearances. 
record. There's one Neutral Milk Hotel album that is recorded in Denver. Which really? one? Was it not Aeroplane Over the Sea? No. That's the, the first one? one? Exactly. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. I actually <laughs> haven't listened to that one. Yeah, me yeah. either. I don't think I, anyone has. I, I think, like, objectively, yeah. no one has listened to that first album. <laughs> no one's ever heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was ever actually, like, pressed anywhere. <laughs> the, the it just lim- kind of, like, ran an album cover and people just, like, yeah. oh, yeah, they have another one, but we're not going <laughs> to listen to it. Okay, here's something. The saxophonist uh-huh. of Earth, Wind, and Fire. I also Denver. have that in my notes. Really? <laughs> so Earth, Wind, and Fire themselves are not from Denver. No, no none of them. Chicago, almost exclusively. <laughs> I was just looking for. I was looking for. I literally have any everything. amount of flavor, and this is what I got. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and that would be my winner. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> we have to talk about the Lumineers still. Yeah, Lumineers. Oh, yeah. Oh. Saw them, oh, baby. Sh- you Bonnery, saw them? Bonnaroo 13. I, Who I, else well. was up against the Lum- like uh Edward Sharp. Oh, lose lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was think, I, I was getting me in they, they have like the they have an awful, awful but at Bonnaroo yeah. they have like an Amish donut stand. Uh they're yeah. just like legendarily good donuts. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're called the Amish donuts. Uh-huh. Um and at that point of the day, I wanted to get a donut, and it was near the stage the Lumineers were playing on, so I had me an Amish donut. While watching the Lumineers? Watch a little bit of Lumineers. The newest album that they put out isn't, like, god-awful. Yeah. I really? Think, I think they get a really bad rap because our frame of reference is Ho-Hey, which is, like, yeah. you know, I also don't think bad-bad, but very, very, you know, generic and whatever. Like Philip Phillips Radio Folk. Right, who commercial. I also... Stand by, and I. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that. Really? Yeah. 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 Is fine. Look, here's the thing. It's like I'm not blown away by these genres of music, but yeah. they set out to do this thing, and I do think that they do it really yeah. well. I, I, and the Lumineers, in particular, I, okay, don't claim to be an expert on on their discography, <laughs> yeah. but from what I've gathered, have actually shown some growth over the course of their. Yeah. They're not doing the same shtick right. over and yeah. over again. So, like, I definitely, you know, am not like a diehard fan, but I, I definitely wouldn't discount. The Lumineers. I can't hate on someone getting their bread, but... This this isn't Denver, but I I do feel like, back to Philip Phillips, I feel like (laughs) through their whole career in Portugal, the man just wanted to be Philip Phillips. That's an insane take. That is a bananas take, which none of them are from Denver. (laughs) I really want to... Just don't give that the attention. Move on from that. Oh my god. Um, uh, Okay, uh, tennis, indie pop group, tennis. Anyone ever listened to tennis? Yeah, it's all tennis. Fun vest. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis tennis all right. Went to UC Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, Yeah. I don't really like any of this, honestly. (laughs) Um, Dude, we're definitely not picking albums. The only full album I listened to is a John Denver album. I listened to uh, How to Save a Life is the name of the... Is it? Yeah. The, is that the Frey album? Yeah. Yeah? How to Save a Life is what it's called, yes. I guess we can pick albums. I listened to Don't Trust a Ho, which is not the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what album that's on. Uh, Want... He, it's, yeah, it's called Want. He's really? right. Wow, do yeah. you have that in your back pocket? Do you? Yeah, no, I mean, I saw them at Warped 209. Okay, you heard yeah. me say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you, so that ha- do you have an ago. album you would pick from Denver? No. Or should we just do choice cuts? Um. Wait, yeah. I feel like we've... Well, I mean, I feel like I would say... Yeah, choice cuts. I'd, I'd do Handlebars by the Flowbots. Mm. I, I mean, oh, God, there's a there's a... There's a there's a there's a saxophone link in uh, lick in, in yeah. Shining Star by Earth Wind and Fire that's kind of sick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and put that on there. I picked the saxophonist as a person over all of the choices. Okay, I'll pick the song Rocky Mountain High by John Denver, which is very valid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've come to the the end of the program. 
Shall we roast the town real quick? Did, he, did he, anyone even prepare a roasting the town this time? I'm trying to think. I have like a, a few that are kind of... Mine is a very personal one. It's just that for most of my childhood, I got altitude sickness when going to high altitudes. I did too. And I would, I would, I would you know, I'd, little Cole would puke yeah. in Denver. Aww. Yeah. Cool. So um, Denver, you're, you're too high up. A little pukey puke Cole. Oh, I don't like that. You little pukey sometimes. Pukey puke Cole. Did you puke a little bit sometimes, I hate, Cole? I hate that. I regret saying the word puke. <laughs> little pukey Cole. Uh, yeah, Denver, to lower yourself. You're too, you're too high in the sky, and you give kids uh, tummy aches. Yeah. I also have a very personal thing. I grew up a Denver Broncos fan, and um, before I, you know, started to love the Dallas Cowboys, I think um, my cousins were Denver Broncos fans. They taught me football, and it's just been really, really, really difficult uh, most of my life, up until Peyton Manning won that Super Bowl, to support them, and. Um, I think since then they have, you know, continued to disappoint me, and um, I still have a Champ Bailey jersey that I wear every every home game, and nice. I don't know, do better or don't. Mine would probably be that Denver has a kind of lame cryptid um, associated <laughs> with the city, which is called the Slide Rock Bolter, and it's a cryptid that looks like a whale, uh, but it's giant, and it can... This is literally what it says in the information about it. Can only live on mountains steeper than a 45-degree angle. <laughs> it's that specific. And uh, it swallows groups of people and looks like a, a big whale that just has to, like, live on the side of a mountain. How like does that. the cryptid, like, how does the urban legend of that story get started? Do groups of people just go missing and they assume it was the I think cryptid? it's not to discount cryptids because they're real, but I think it's enough people <laughs> want attention and they all kind of agree on the same okay. thing. And they're yeah. like, this is what we saw. Right. Uh, I guess mine would just be the marijuana. It's like, get over yourself. <laughs> I actually, I wanted to bring this up. I wonder yeah. if music, because how long has weed been legal in, in Denver? Not very long. So, I mean, I wonder if, like, we're going to see, a, a, like, an uptick in, like, really quality Because art. Everyone, everyone... I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, maybe I don't, that's... I don't think good art comes from that, drug use. I, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know. That, that's definitely... <laughs> Stephen is a member of Dare. Connecting some You think the the phrase started really token up that they wouldn't just get really spacey on us, or or you know, just stop making music. And either way, step forward. (laughs) (laughs) At least the output's not actively bad. I feel that. Okay, everyone. Well, this is a this is a pretty long episode. of Toast the Town. Sloppy one too. Pretty well. (laughs) You know, as far as like the like things we reviewed go, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think we were fantastic. I think but, like the quality of work coming out of Denver left something to be desired. I, I don't think it's Denver's fault, but I think we picked a town where most of the stuff we <laughs> actively dislike. Yeah. <laughs> um, next episode, we'll hopefully pick something with stuff that we can uh, be passionate about. Oh, some slappers. Some, mm-hmm. Yeah, some some get slappers. There. Some smangers. 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 <laughs> All hits, no misses. Also, That's for the married folk. Bef- before um, <laughs> before we, we get out of here, none of you can see this because you're listening, but I'm wearing a Coors Light hat, and I'm kind of sad that no one mentioned it. Literally did not even see it. <laughs> Oh, I noticed it. Yeah. I noticed Oof, it. that's worse. Yeah, me and Cole have, like, full <laughs> well, conversations about it today. Ooh, that's I, on y'all. I still forgot to bring it up. <laughs> Cole, I really like your... The, the your, hat is good. Your striped shirt looks really nice. I, I really <laughs> thought you were going to be like, I'm wearing a cool shirt today. <laughs> Nobody said anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a nice striped shirt and a Coors Light hat. 
I could have worn. Mine. I have said this about Cole. You do know how to rock a striped shirt. Yeah, you, you know always what? have like a well executed striped super shirt. Real. No, that's yeah. really real. That's like the most serious thing I've said. This, this is such a great way to end the episode, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome, man. I appreciate it's that. the compliment yeah. circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you can say roast nice the town. We, yeah, okay, Stephen. Um, <laughs> you, um, <laughs> your cheeks look nice and shaven. I don't. Yeah. I'm like a couple days off my last shave, but thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks. Um, Hannah, I love your uh, uh, crew neck. It says kumquat on it. Thank yeah. you. Go to sukumquat.com. Oh. I think that's the website. I honestly don't even know anymore. Plug. And Nabil, I love your pink um, Easter bunny yeah. uh, sweater. Thank you. Everyone's um, dressing today. Y'all can't see it. It's yeah. not a visual medium, but yeah. just know. Nice. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.